Welcome to this podcast from Riverside Church Whitstable. We hope you find it helpful and encouraging. If you would like to find out more information about us, why not check out our website at riversideuk.org, our Facebook page, or follow us on Twitter at Whit Riverside. Good morning. So nice to see so many of you back here in the new term. We've got loads away, so I'm not sure where we'd fit everyone, but that's a great problem to have. We'll be able to squish the chairs close together. But you are very welcome. If this is your first time here, then you are especially welcome. Do come and say hi to us after the service. We'd love to meet you. And Alison may or may not be at the welcome area. It doesn't matter. Oh, Oh, she will be. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it's hot in here, isn't it? Okay, hold on. Uh, This week we are bringing back, this is the first time since COVID, the offering baskets going around the room. I know, amazing. So I know if you can remember this, there is no obligation whatsoever to give. But if you've come prepared to give today and you want to, then could the welcome team pass the offering baskets around? And also we have a new QR code and details there. If you want to just scan that code, that will take you to our giving page. Or you can go to our website and check that out if you want to give through other means. But this is just for people who've come prepared to give, just pass the basket by. It's no obligation whatsoever. But doesn't this feel like normal? Wow. Thank you. Welcome to. I had to ask, did they all know what they were doing? But apparently they do. That's fantastic. Now, I'm just going to let that carry on so that we can get on with things. Uh, But before I talk about all the exciting things coming up, we've got some exciting family news to celebrate. Now, if you're part of Riverside Church family, you will know that we celebrate and honour our maturer generation, let's say. And this week we are celebrating two lovely people. They've got a combined celebration, as you will find out. So, Alan and Alison, would you like to come and take the stage? So this is the lovely Alan and Alison, and they are part of the senior leadership team here and are very good friends of ours and uh, looked after us from the very beginning when we first came, which is uh, nearly seven years. Um, On Friday, it was Alison's... (laughs) She's closing her eyes. Shall I say 90th? Because that'll make you look really good. (laughs) It was Alison's 70th birthday. But also which is amazing, happy birthday. It was also their wedding anniversary because they got married 50 years ago on Alison's birthday. Look, there's a little picture of you both. Don't they look sweet? So Simon, have you got the present for Alison? This is for your 70th, so that you can look at that in the garden. Uh, And then there's a... That's your card. Sorry, there's lots to hold. And then this is a present for both of you for your anniversary. They're so greedy, aren't they? Getting it all done in one. So a 50th and a 70th. Isn't that amazing? We just want to celebrate and honour you and thank you for all you do at Riverside. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's our honour and our privilege to serve you on the SLT here. Uh, I can't believe that I'm 70. (laughs) I can't believe that we've celebrated our golden wedding anniversary either. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) And just in case you're intrigued as to why we married on her birthday, well, in the the old days, I went up to her dad and said, I'd like to marry Alison. 
And he said, that's fine. He says, but I don't want you to get married until she's 20. <laughs> so, so he grabbed hold of the calendar and found that her 20th birthday was on a Saturday. And so that was done deal. <laughs> Thank you. Hope you had a lovely time celebrating. <laughs> we also want to thank a couple of people today. Can I ask Paul and Linda to come to the stage? Give them a warm welcome. <laughs> now, Paul and Linda are just two of the loveliest, nicest, amazing people that you will ever get to meet. They have been serving on our kids' team for 17 years, we worked out, do you reckon? It's a long time. Since their little one was little, their first little one was little, at TEC, then here at Riverside. Um, when we had some staff changes here, they took the reins um, with Sarah and just ran with that whole thing and led it amazingly and have carried on serving all the way throughout. Even when Leanne stepped up to volunteer to lead, they've carried on serving. But they are going to step down to pursue other things. And we are just so grateful for the years that you have sown into the lives of so many children um, throughout the years, which I'm sure some of them are now quite grown up. Um, but uh, we just want to thank you and honour you. And this is a little gift and we hope you can have a meal out on us to just say thank you from everyone at Riverside. Um, you. Do you want to say anything, Paul? Well, just thank you. Yeah, it's been a privilege and um, yeah, it's such a to see children change as they, as they grow older and uh, come to faith, some of the older ones. So yeah, it's great. Thank you. Huge round of applause for Paul and Linda. Thank you. Right, so tonight we've got a prayer meeting, again, first one, proper prayer meeting, I think, since we might have done a couple in COVID, but anyway, it's tonight, 6.30, just for an hour or so, there'll be worship and prayer, and we're going to be praying for stuff that's going, coming up in the next term, stuff in the community, but also some global issues. I'm sure you're aware of many, many global issues that are going on, floods in Pakistan and other things. We'll be praying about those tonight, um, so don't think we've forgotten, we've just got a very packed service this morning, so we're going to focus those tonight, so that's half six. If you can make it tonight, that would be fantastic. We'll be praying together and worshipping. If you know Andy, or even if you don't, this is somebody that we support who's in prison. And next Sunday, it's his birthday. And we like to send him a lot of cards and bombard him because it's a great witness to the people in the prison because you can then talk about his church family that support him. Um, I'm going to try and get him to call next week in the service and put it through our speaker so that we can all sing happy birthday to him. So if that works, that'll be great. So I've got some birthday cards, which I think are on the desk, and there's some printed um, address labels. If you haven't sent him one, all you need to do is grab a card, write it, just introduce yourself, tell him you go to Riverside, you don't have to know him, but it would really bless him, and then get them posted off this week. He's already counting them up, and he hasn't opened any. I mean, they are opened already, but they're in the envelope, and he hasn't looked at any, and he's going to save them all for Sunday which is a massive thing for him so uh, if you could do that that would be great or of course buy your own but they need to be posted really in the next couple of days because they have to be checked we want them to to get them for him for Sunday next week is that okay so I think they're out on the reception desk um, whoever's on reception and there's some labels already printed yes oh Angela's on reception so she'll sort you out with that all you need is a stamp and you're good to go thank you that'd be fantastic Chris has got something to share Chris come and join me Good morning, Keely. Good morning, Chris. <laughs> nice to see you. Nice to see you too. <laughs> <laughs> to see you nice. <laughs> okay, get on with it now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very couple of minutes of your time. Um, 
as you can see, I'm wearing a uniform today, street passes. There's a group of us go out on a Friday night from 7 till 11, 12-ish, and we walk the streets of Whitstable looking out for people, caring for them, having conversations, just, you know, spreading the love of Jesus and bringing a kind of peace across Whitstable. It doesn't always, it's not always like that because it can get quite leery, but if you'd like to really be part of that ministry, um, we've got some in the church already. If you're a street pastor, could you stand, please? Ah, there you are, you see? They're not all as young as Ansem as me, apart from Leanne and <laughs> Gabby. <laughs> but these people already, oh, and Kirsty. And, um, of course, they come out with us and they do that. Please sit down. Are you in the prayer team? Anybody here in the prayer team? Gavin. Gavin. Jane. Jane. That's the other area of ministry. If you don't feel like you can go walking around the streets for that time, we'd love for you to join our prayer ministry team. They meet at the same time, seven, down in the church in Argyle Road. And it's a great time to get to know other people from other churches and to pray for the street pastors that are out. We feel very, very privileged that we have people praying for us and covering us in prayer as we walk the streets. And, and from time to time, they'll actually phone us and say, oh, we feel God saying you should be in such and such a place. And we've you know, responded to that and we've gone there and we've actually been very useful on a number of occasions because God has been guiding us. So if you'd like to be part of either of those teams, we'd love to see you join COVID kind of took a few people out of the team, as you can imagine. And the years have progressed. So there are other reasons why people have stood down. So we're looking now to refresh and revitalise this work. So if you'd like to do that, that'd be really great. And there are... There are these flyers, which Angela will have on reception as well. So if you want to know a bit more, you can pick up one of these and read all about the street pastors or speak to Chris or anyone else yep. on the team. That would be great. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you, you Chris. Much. Thank you. Oh, no clap for you, Chris, sitting down. <laughs> See how I feel now. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> um, right, I'd like you to meet two of my new friends, our new friends, Kate and Tyler. Can you give them a warm welcome? Up here, up here. So we met Kate and Tyler a few weeks ago, and I asked um, them both if they would just come and share. So, Kate, you and Tyler set up the Herne Bay LGBTQ Plus Society. Can you tell us why you did that? Yeah, so um, we both live in Herne Bay, and we're both LGBTQ. And we felt that Herne Bay needed kind of safe spaces and to sort of bring the community together. There's a lot of misunderstanding around... Being LGBTQ, there's still a little bit of phobia here and there. So we want to kind of create a welcoming, safe space for people and to just open the door to have open conversation. Great, and that's growing all the time, isn't it? It only started in October last year. Um, this is something that I've learnt recently. Can you tell us all what the... I think we all know what the LGBTQ plus stands for, but what's the plus? Because I did not know this. So the plus stands for everything else, including families, allies... Friends, so that's hopefully all of you guys. So, um, you know, we, we are really inclusive. The rainbow really does cover absolutely everybody. 
Great. And what have you got going on next Saturday that you can tell us about? So next Saturday, we are very pleased to announce that we have organised Herne Bay's first ever Pride event, which has been an uphill struggle, but we're really, really excited. Um, We've had a few changes along the way, but it's a very community-oriented event. It's taking place in lots of different places around the town. Um, So we've hired halls and put some money back into other community groups' pockets. And really the purpose of this event is to bring people together. It doesn't matter about what your sexual orientation is at all, what your gender is. It's an opportunity for everyone to come together, have a nice day out. Great. And you've asked us to have a stand alongside the other community stands. So what, why is it so important that Riverside is there? So I think we are really excited that you guys are going to be there um, for a couple of reasons. We have had a little bit of feedback online from people that are maybe bit confused about what we do or maybe challenging us a little bit and you know from a religious perspective it's been so refreshing speaking to you guys um and coming to an inclusive church so we've asked you to come along to promote that message of inclusivity and welcomeness um and also to sort of be there to speak to people that maybe have questions um and kind of don't understand the lgbtq aspect of it from a religious perspective as well Great. So me and Simon and a few of the team are going to be at Vibe, because I think that's where the community tables are going to be. So if you want to come and visit us and and just be there to chat to people or just to come and chat to us, I think it's 10 till 3, is it? Yes. Inside Vibe. But there's other stuff going on which you'll be able to look at. There's um, a trail and other things and food venues and lots of things. So thank you, Kate and Tyler, for coming to tell us about that. Thank you. Yeah, We'd just like to say, yeah. really quickly, a massive thank you to everybody in this church because you guys have very kindly been part of um, donating and contributing towards putting this event on. So we'd really like to take this time to stand here and say we're really humble, we're really appreciative. Um, we hope this is a, a longer relationship that will go on with kind of spreading that inclusive message, both from our end and from yours. So thank you so much to everybody. We're really, really grateful. And can I just say as well, thank you for coming to church. It was really hard for these guys to even come to church. Um, you, you might not know this. Well, I'm sure you do. There's a lot of stuff that goes on towards um, this community. And when we asked them to come for a coffee and talk to us... Um, Tyler in particular would just was really struggling with it, to even come and have coffee in a church building because of what it was bringing up. So we've, we've journeyed a long way in the last few weeks. And so it's incredible that they've come here today um, into the service to be welcomed and to be able to talk. So thank you guys too for that step. Thank, thank you. you. And lastly, Sue, can I ask Sue, told you there's lots of stuff going on this term and this is just the beginning of telling you all about it. So Sue's going to tell us about Pantry Project. Oh, hello. Right. Okay. I think I'm the last one, aren't I? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Uh, okay. I wanted to... I know most of you know about Pantry Project, but I just wanted to really talk to you a little bit more about what we do and show you as a couple of... <laughs> Am I all right here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hold it. Um, and as you're all aware of, in the next season, it's going to be very hard for a lot of people. And um, so I wanted to let you know what we've set up really in Pantry Project with the team and what we provide and what we hopefully that you can help us with. So what we do is that we provide, um, we deliver three weeks worth of food for families who are in an emergency situation. So this is people who ring in and say, we haven't got any food 
we've had people come in and say, I can't feed my children. Um, and so we are an emergency um, stopgap for people like that. We're not actually a, a long-term food bank. So we provide and deliver um, three days' worth of meals um, with canned and dried goods. As you can see, there's a little picture up there. I think there's a few more as well. And we've got a great team. Um, and just so you know that in August, we actually delivered 110 bags of food. Um, and I costed them out. Now, we don't have to. We get a lot of donations. But if we were to buy the bags of food, they do cost £10 a bag. I costed them out. Um, and, um, yes, yeah, so we sent 100, 109 bags out in August. Um, we do run short of stuff. We have got donations. I know a lot of you give, and I'm really grateful for that. Um, we have stuff from Fair Share. We have stuff from charities, and there's a small fund. But if you look at this slide, you can see that these are the things that we constantly run short of. And I would just like to say, if you're in the supermarket, and if, and it's a big if, you can afford to put just an extra one or two of these items, these are the things... Um, that are always running short, as my bag ladies are always writing on my board. <laughs> but one thing we don't need is pasta. No. Please don't bring pasta, because somebody, I don't know who it was, Kez, she'll tell you, somebody donated a huge quantity of pasta. We've got bag uh, boxes of it. So please don't bring pasta. But these are the things we need. Unfortunately, we don't provide fresh food. I would love to do that, but that's another issue. Umbrella does a, a very good job with that. So um, there's a little... For, uh, I haven't got it up with on. me, but that will be... We've made up that slide um, with the um, list on. A, just a size to fit in your purse, and they're going to be on reception as well, Angela. Um, so you can take one today and just slip it in your purse, and then when you are out shopping, it would just act as a reminder. Wouldn't it be amazing if every week all of us bought something... Because we are going to enter into really tough yeah. times as the winter comes, and I don't need to tell you all how difficult it's going to be. And if you need help at all, please contact us yeah. here. Don't think, oh, this is just for people in the community. If any of you are struggling and you're part of this family, of course, ask for food. Ask for an emergency bag. Don't be shy about it, please, because we don't want the church not to be helped when we're helping everyone else. And it is going to be a tough time as we head into the winter. So if you feel you can, just bring one thing every week. It would be amazing that we have this constant flow of food coming yes, in those yes. are the items that we run out of all the time yeah. so um do you think that'd be okay if you can yeah. just try and keep it in your mind even if you can only do it once a month but if you can just yeah. pop in a tin of sweet corn or just one thing that you think oh, i'm going to do this every time i shop and i bring it then we'll have a, a a big hoard every week and that would be fantastic the ladies would love to be sorting that out they would and thank and you sue there's a donation area that you can yeah. put it in in the front thanks okay. to everyone who makes that happen every week thank you Right, you've nearly got rid of me, don't worry. <laughs> um, so our young people went to something called DTI uh, probably six weeks ago now, um, uh, Dreaming the Impossible, and hold on, we are ready. There's a little video just so you can see what mayhem they caused. Fantastic. <laughs> Michael is still singing that right now. <laughs> right, let's leave the lights down. You may have known, uh, or you may not, that 
Jacob Perrins has an alter ego, and he talked about it a long time ago. But today, I want to welcome Perry Perrins to the stage. Hello. Hello. I have been asked to tell a story to the children this morning. And it's a story that will tell you about this morning's theme, the theme of the morning. And it's a story that starts with God. God sent his son Jesus to be the light of the world. So Jesus came into the earth to be the light of the world. And when Jesus came into the earth as the light of the world, he was filled with light. Everywhere he went, there was light. Light was all around him. Everywhere Jesus went, there was light. But Jesus says something. Jesus said, when I go, I will give you the Holy Spirit. And the thing about the Holy Spirit is, it's the spirit of Jesus. So that light of Jesus goes in you. You carry Jesus' light. And what that means when you carry Jesus' light, not only is his light in you, but what flows out of you is his light. And Jesus said, when you have the light of Jesus in you, he says, do not hide it or blow it out. But instead, show that light to everyone around you. Because when you have that light, everyone else will see the light and know the light. And maybe they will then be filled with that same light. We're going to leave the lights down for a little bit. Is that all right? Can you see me okay? Okay. So our theme today is, is light, isn't it? We're talking all about light. Now, you don't, might not think much about light because we live in a modern society, don't we? And we have electricity in our homes. And at any point, we can do this. Or we could do this. <laughs> or we could do this. Perry Perrins, I haven't got your skills. I need to work on that. We could do this. See? We could do this. Aha! I've got it. Back down. Thank you. We can turn the light on any time we want to. We can turn lights in our homes. We can turn lights on in our cars. We've got street lights. We've got phone lights. We've got torch lights. 
So we don't tend to think so much about the importance of light because light is there whenever we need it. In fact, there's so much light now. Here's a picture. Let me put my first slide up for me, mate. Here's a picture of the UK from space. Um, here he comes. Poor old people working him hard this morning. Is it coming? There we go. Oh, it's on that screen, but not that screen. Ah, oh, there we go. So you can see how much light is gathered around the cities at night. You see London there glowing brightly, Birmingham, Manchester, the big cities, all the lights that we constantly have glowing in our homes at night. We don't have to worry about having enough light. But back in Jesus' time, things were very, very different. The only light you'd have in your house would come from something like this. This is a replica of an oil lamp that was, would be in homes back in Jesus' time. I'm going to try and light this today, so bear with me. Now all it is is a little clay vessel. It's full of olive oil. And you'd basically light this and burn this in your home. And this would be giving you light at night, making you feel maybe safe and secure, maybe letting you do a few tasks around the home when it had gone dark and the sun had gone down. That's all the light that you'd have in your home. Maybe have a few of these scattered around. Little clay jars full of olive oil. I'm going to freak you out now by putting it up here. Now, Jesus knew how important light was. He knew that light was really, really important to the people that he was talking to. And so he said these words. He said, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand. So it gives light to everybody in the house. I'm quite happy with that, right? (laughs) How are you coping? (laughs) So, I've got your attention, haven't I? So if you had a lamp like that, you want to put it as high as possible up in the house to give as much light as possible. You wouldn't put it on the floor. You wouldn't put it down under a bowl. You put it as high as possible to give as much light as possible. No one knows what the stands were that Jesus talked about. Never, archaeologists have never dug up a stand for a lamp like this. But you can imagine in homes, people have little recesses and places where they put their lamps at night and give as much light as they could to the house. When he said these words, Jesus was describing lamps and lights in two ways. He says, lights are things that can be easily seen by other people. They can be easily seen once they're lit. And they also give light to help people see by. They're easily seen and also they give light to help people see by. And as Jake said, Jesus' light, when we choose to follow him, comes into us and shines through us. And if you could put on spiritual glasses for a moment and look around at the people in the room, they might look a little bit like these guys, all decked out in LEDs, skiing down the side of a mountain. And if you could see each other with spiritual glasses on as a follower of Jesus, you would be glowing this brightly in the spiritual realm. This is how brightly you'd be shining to the people around you. How does this light shine out of us though? Because people can't see this light. They can't see us shining. Jesus made it very simple. 
He said the light shines in this way. He said your light shines for others by doing good deeds. Good deeds are the light of Jesus' goodness shining out of us. When people see good deeds, they see the way you live and the way you act and the way you treat other people. Then people are seeing the light of Jesus in you, the love of Jesus and the goodness of Jesus. Jesus said you aren't supposed to take your light And you aren't supposed to put it under a bowl. I'm going to attempt to put this under a bowl. This would be a very, very, very simple object lesson to the people Jesus was talking to. Because as soon as you did that, the light is gone. The light is extinguished. The light can't be seen. No, your, your, your light is supposed to shine. It's supposed to be placed up high. I'm going to put this out next. You're getting nervous, aren't you? <laughs> Thank goodness for that. There we go. Your good deeds, the way you live, the way you act, the way you speak to people, the way you treat people, the way you act even when people aren't watching, all these show the light of Jesus' goodness shining out of you. Unlike that lamp that we've just extinguished, Jesus' light doesn't extinguish in you. It's always shining, but like the sun is always shining, and you can choose to allow that light to touch the lives of the people around you. And Jesus said this amazing thing. He said, when people see that light, they'll be interested to know where that light comes from. They'll be interested to know what is the source of that light. They may turn and glorify your Father in heaven. The light in you might point people towards the person of Jesus, the reality of a God who loves us. No lamp is supposed to be hidden. It's supposed to be seen, and it's supposed to help others see. So we're going to pray today that the light of Jesus would shine out of us and bless the people around us. Maybe the most simple thing that you do, the simple way that you speak to somebody, the simple way that you act, or the simple way you treat somebody. The light of Jesus will shine out of you and touch somebody else's life and maybe help them journey towards finding the love of God, the grace of Jesus, and then receiving that light into their own lives. We're now going to spend a bit of time praying. So I've got two prayer assistants this morning who have lights. So, um, so Tim's going to go to one side of the room and June's going to go to the other. I want you to go over there, please, Tina. Now, Tina's going to turn on her light for us. And look at that lovely blue light. Can you hold it up? We're going to be praying for children this morning who are going into new classes or transitioning into new schools. So I'm going to invite uh, our first prayer. Alison's going to come and pray. Do you want to grab a mic, Alison? And uh, why don't we stand if you're able, because it's an active stance we can take when we're praying. So why don't we stand? And any children might want to come and gather around Tina, maybe put a hand on the light and just symbolise what we're praying for. So if any children are brave enough to do that, they might want to come down and stand by Tina. We can just allow that to happen. So we're going to begin by praying for children as they move into new classes and schools. 
Lord Jesus, we thank you for our children. And at the beginning of this new school year, we want to especially pray for each child as they return to school after the holidays. We pray that they might settle back into their classes with new teachers very quickly and easily. We pray that they will build friendships and that any worries or anxieties they may have will be quickly resolved. We pray for children starting school for the first time and also for older children who might be changing schools. Help each one to settle into their new schools quickly and easily. Help them to make new friends and find learning to be both fun and a privilege. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Alison. So Tina's going to turn her lamp off now. But June's going to turn her lamp on. And we're going to pray this, um, the pink light. Got a pink light there? Beautiful. June's going to hold it up. That we're going to pray for the um, teachers and the school staff. So Alan's going to come and lead us in this prayer. Again, if any children want to make their way over there and stand by that light. Lord, we thank you for all those who make education possible. We know there are many people who make it possible to run schools, not just teachers, but other people like dinner staff, cleaners, maintenance workers, administrative staffs, managers and others. Like the students, some will be starting work for the first time. Some will be at new schools and some will be returning to their old schools. We pray for them all at the beginning of this new term. We pray that they will all settle into their roles well and that it will give them energy, strength and enthusiasm to do their work well. We pray that the resources they have will be sufficient to teach our children so that they can all reach the best of their abilities. And we thank you that we have made connections in so many of our local schools. And we pray that these connections will increase and strengthen so that we can be a support to the staff and children and be a real blessing to the local community by showing the love and light of Christ to them all. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Alan. Okay, so Gina's going to turn her lamp off and Tina's going to turn her light on. And we now, she's going to hold up a nice green light and that green light's going to symbolise us praying for helping children to learn and grow. To learn and grow. So I want to invite Sean to come and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that your word says that we're all fearfully and wonderfully made. And you've made each and every one of us in your image, but also unique with our own personality, gifts and talents. As we start back in the new academic year, we pray for all our children and young people who are all important, valued and loved members of the Riverside Church family. That this year will be a time of identifying and building on the, new, the unique gifts and talents that you have been given, each and every one, that, God, that they may reach their God-given potential. May each and every child and every young person know that you are there with them in the classroom, in the playground, in the lecture theatres and in their accommodation, and that you can call on, they can call on you at any time. As they start to learn new things and perhaps start to study towards exams, such as GCSEs and A-levels, 
where you give each and every person the concentration to focus on what they are seeing and what they are hearing. When learning new things that may perhaps be challenging, help them not to get anxious, but to give them the determination and the patience to work on through and the courage to ask questions of their teachers. Give them the courage to contribute to class discussions, perhaps with a God-given confidence that they've not had before. Help each and every child and young person to develop well this year, not only building their confidence in new things that they have learnt at school, but also in their abilities and new things that they can learn about you, our Heavenly Father. Help them not to compare themselves with each other, but to grow their skills and abilities based on the talents you have uniquely given them as they grow into the young men and women and into the unique, amazing plans that you have for each and every one of them. May they look back on this coming year as a good year that they've learnt many new things, grew stronger in their own abilities and confidence and in their relationship with you. We ask all of this in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sean. And lastly, we're going to uh, pray for Jesus' light to shine forth. So we're going to have a gold light over here now. And Christine's going to come and lead us in praying for Jesus' light to shine out of all of us. Thank you. Dear Heavenly Father, you say in your word that you are the light of the world. Help us, Lord, to take your light and shine for you in all areas of our lives, whether at school, university, our place of work, and our homes, anything that brings us into contact with others, that we will shine so brightly that people will be so attracted to our light and be drawn to you, Jesus, by our example, that they will discover for themselves Jesus, the light of the world, and may we in the days ahead be good news to all we meet. Because I'm asking all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Christine. We've got one last little bit of praying to do now. We're going to pray for Leanne. Should you put the side lights on for me, Pete, please? We're going to pray for Leanne. Leanne, where are you? Come here, please. Thank you, prayer assistants and light assistants. You did a fantastic job. Today we're going to commission Leanne. Leanne, as you know, is our Riverside Kids team leader. And uh, we've been praying with Leanne over a number of months about how she could flex her very busy job as a, is it a veterinary nurse? Veterinary nurse, yeah. um, Which she does wonderfully well. How she could flex that with actually working as part of the team at Riverside. After much prayer and, uh, and wrestling with the Lord and with your employees, um, uh, Leanne's going to be able to come on staff for us for a day and a half. Uh, starting in October. So. so we want to pray today for Leanne. We want to pray for this next season that she's entering into. We want to pray for the grace to manage these two roles. We want to pray for all the resources uh, that she needs to come around us. So um, we're going to pray. Any children might want to come. Uh, you might want to hold, come and bring a light button and just kind of use it as a prayer thing today. So if you want to bring one of your light buttons and just hold it up for Leanne, we're going to pray. Uh, I'm going to invite Keely as well to come and pray with me. Um, anybody else, part kids team, anybody wants to come and just stand with Leanne and we're going to pray um, for her today and just commission her into this next season of her life. Lord, we're so grateful for Leanne. We're so grateful for the passion uh, and the power that flows from her, God, because of you. 
God, she's contagious. God, she's contagious at bringing your light and your love into our lives. And we pray for her now as she enters this next season, God. We thank you. You've made a way, God, for it to be able to, to come and God give more of her time to serve our young people. So we pray a great blessing on her today, Lord Jesus. We pray that all she needs will come to her. We pray you will multiply the work of her hands, God. Give her supernatural ability, God, that the time she has, God, to serve the children will be multiplied over and over again. And God, we thank you that she, uh, she's so, so powerful, God, at drawing them to you. We pray for more and more of your work in her life. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Increase your presence. Increase your presence. As we pray, and you might have a, a word or a picture for Leanne that you might want to give her later on to encourage her. God might give you something, a verse, that will build her up and encourage her. Lord, we thank you for all that she is and all that she's going to do, God. We thank you for how the children's ministry is growing under her care. We pray your best for her today. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit. So, Lord, we just commission Leanne this morning. Well, I know she's been doing this role, Lord, but we welcome her onto the staff team. Lord, you anoint her for all that's coming in the coming term and the years ahead. Lord, you know the vision she has to see 90 children, Lord, in kids' work on a Sunday. And as she's released lots to go up to youth, Lord, I pray that you'll bring more into our kingfishers and dragonflies in the coming terms. Lord, anoint her and give her um, ideas and creativity. Lord, thank you for what she brings to Riverside. Lord, we honour her. We pray that you would bless her today. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Let's give it a round of applause. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to contact us about this talk, to hear more or to find out about Riverside Church Whitstable, then visit our website at riversideuk.org. Also, you can contact us through our Facebook page or tweet us at Whit Riverside.